Hello, and welcome back to another episode of And I'm All Set with your favorite humans. Me, myself, and Pyro, and of course our fearless leader, Minnie, and Flippin' Nazoom. What's the name? As opposed to the normal Nazoom, tonight we get the Flippin' Nazoom. Flippin' Nazoom. Apparently I am a diva. <laughs> I, I was wondering if that was going to get brought up. Yeah, Apparently you do have a, a, a diva set of qualities on occasion. I'm not. I'm not sugarcoating it for you. It's true, and that's fine because I mean we all kind of do on occasion. Oh yeah, but, uh, I can be a diva sometimes. Sometimes I absolutely know I am on occasion. It's so funny the conversations we have before we start recording. And then we yeah. record, but it's great because then it like it warms us up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it gives us it a warms us up, makes point. us all snuggly. It's like the cup of hot cocoa after playing out in the snow. Oh, I used to love that. That and a grilled I still cheese do that. sandwich. First, no, first you have a grilled cheese sandwich and soup. Either tomato. What or kind of soup? Either tomato or chicken. Chicken. Tomato meat. with grilled cheese. Of course. Chicken soup with grilled cheese. It's tomato with grilled cheese. Well, always. yes, naturally, but but sometimes, sometimes you just want a bowl of chicken soup, you know. And who's you know, you're pass not wrong Grilled though. cheese. And those are well, yeah, those <laughs> yeah. are the the two soups I always have in my house is tomato and chicken noodle. Always, I guarantee. If I go to my cupboard right now, I have at least three or four cans. Yep. Junior loves tomato sauce. I mean, tomato soup. There's always soup. there's always tomato soup in my cupboard, in my pantry. St. Junior and I were going to get along just fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am for that. I am going to throw this bombshell in and say I am not a huge fan of soup. That's okay. See, that's the thing, though. I'm not a fan of soup. I'm not a big fan of soup. But there's sometimes, like, I won't eat it on a regular basis. There are occasions. You just want that soup. call for soup. Yeah. You just need soup. And you've never really experienced a weather on our uh, weather, a winter on our, I'm not going to say Canadian winter because Tyra uh-huh. gets the same winters that I do. On our coast. And yeah, East our, coast our coastal kind of winter. Uh, no, an East Coast winter is very different. <laughs> 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 very different. Yep. Uh, East Coast winters are terrible. Yeah, they are. Um, Some, but it's like sometimes though you luck out and it's not so bad. And then it, yeah, like we had we had like a, a lull where we lucked out, and then all of a sudden April Fool's Day, they're like, "Here's ten feet of snow," yeah. <laughs> and it was on uh-huh. April Fool's Day. Yep, I I remember that well. But when I think of an East Coast winter, um, I think of Nova Scotia. Um, because that's our east coast right and the winters there are okay so i went to nova scotia when i was 18 and at that point in time i had gone with a now obviously ex-boyfriend and his family over christmas and we were debating whether or not we were going to stay longer we had already been out there for a couple of weeks and uh we decided ultimately no it was better to get home and everything else um, because I hadn't had even Christmas with my family yet. And the day after we left, 
uh, Billy, uh, who is my ex's brother, uh, and now a client, um, he sent us a picture. They had just finished plowing the roads, and the snowbanks hit the electrical and telephone wires because the snowbanks are so high. Oh, why? So when I think East Coast winter, that's what I think about, right? Like our... How's your snow removal? It's not bad at all, actually. Yeah, yeah it's they're very decent about it. Yeah. Once in a while, you'll get an asshole plow guy that will, like, plow the shit to the end of your driveway. Growing um, up, it was much different for me than it is now. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so it's once in a while you'll get that guy. Yeah. Um, but usually you find that like they've been out plowing for the last twelve hours. We've had a major storm. They're exhausted and cold. You know that kind of thing, which is understandable. But as long as you have a decent snowblower and everything, the city takes care of the rest. Yeah. Like our streets, like growing up, like we had it was like state vehicles that would do it and then behind them they would have these smaller vehicles and they would make sure that as little snow as possible was at the end of the driveway yeah they're a lot better about it now it was, um, it's just the opposite here now they're just like they just speed down the road and then you got like six feet of snow at the end of your driveway that you get oh no yeah like for it to pile up at the end of your driveway like that like i said it's a very rare occurrence and it's usually after a huge fucking snowstorm um but trevor ironically who uh any of our listeners or loyal listeners have heard him on here before um or seen him play with us, or even or seen him inside play with us. You've SOS. Seen him <laughs> you have seen him around. Terrorborn. Uh, yeah. Um, he, back in the day when him and I were hanging out regularly uh, in person, he used to drive plow. And I would go with him uh, once in a while just he to keep him company. Because huh? <laughs> in more ways than one. Um. And it was always kind of interesting to go with them. Get into some really deep and interesting conversations when you're just removing snow. Right. Oh, and speaking of loyal listeners, I just want to randomly throw this out there and give a shout out. Hey, old dirty turtle. I love you. (laughs) Yes, we haven't had a dirty turtle shout out this season. (laughs) Miss you. Hopefully you don't want to uh, any trees. <laughs> I keep seeing you go live on Twitch. And every time you go live, it's like right in the middle of something I'm doing. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm always working. Doing something. Yeah. Like I want to catch like, one of his, though. He's such a funny guy. Yeah, he is. He was supposed to play with us the other day, but he's in the middle of moving this weekend. Oh, um, that's terrible. I am sorry. My well, friend. no, he's he's moving in with his fiance. Oh, no. I mean, he's really excited. It, excited, but the whole process of moving. The process is balls. Yeah. I hate moving. But GG. I've done it so much. Good job on leveling up. Yes. Congrats. So. I feel like when it's closer to his wedding, we're going to have to find out when his wedding is. I feel like when it's closer to the wedding, we're going to have to have like a dedicated stream or podcast or something. We'll, we'll have a digital bachelor party. 
Yes. All right. Am you hear that? Right. You heard it here, old dirty turtle. I'm not even going to say anything to you. <laughs> All right. So I'm not going to mention it. This is where you're going to hear it. And if you don't hear it, then my heart is going to be broken. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to throw you a digital bachelor party. So. We so you got to first, this. you got to first tell us when your wedding is. Yeah. And when you're available. Yes. We'll just, have, uh, we're going to make this happen. Yeah. I'll even have like a background of like, I don't know, like a bar or some sort of fun. Oh, we could have drinks. Maybe a casino. Oh yeah. Prominence poker. Yeah. And we could play prominence <laughs> poker. We could do like golf with your friends. Oh my god, that's gonna be awesome! We could do like all party uh, games, maybe throw yeah. in a, throw in a few rounds of Team Rumble because we got to shoot things. Th- yeah, Jackbox. Oh yeah! Oh, this is gonna be good. <gasps> all right, this, this has to be, be my weekend lit. off if I don't get every weekend off because yes. this is gonna be a adventure. I'll even get some. Okay, so Dirty Turtle, we've planned out your digital bachelor party. You just have to tell us when you're getting married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, all during a podcast. This is all awesome. during the podcast. <laughs> well, we could live stream it on Twitch. Yep. Yes, we can. That's gonna be we a- could stream it between three of us. Like Dirty Turtle could stream it on his end. All right. So listeners, you heard it there. If you want to join in on the fun, you will have to keep your eyes on all our social medias because we will definitely be posting it everywhere on my Twitter, Minnie's Twitter, my Twitter. Nazum's Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, so- let us know. Apparently, my Twitter link is wrong in my all my links, and I we just discovered this yesterday, which I did remember <laughs> but completely forgot to change. Um, so it's just only Laura, correct? Or is it only just, just Laura? Yeah, no, no, no. Just, just only just Laura. Only Laura. Yeah. This is what happens when you're like. <laughs> See, a and that's funny. I always way. do the wrong one when I want to quickly just search you up on like Instagram or something. Maybe I'll just change it. it to only just Laura, just so it all like. Can makes you just more change sense. it to just Mini? I mean, that would make more sense. And... Okay, so hold on. Walk <laughs> me through this, listeners. We're gonna we're gonna find out today how to update my Twitter. Okay, so if I'm on Twitter, and I go to my big face and go to profile is it under profile it should or settings and privacy probably settings and privacy i'm doing this with you because i'm the type of person that has to physically do things to uh help people i guess well, you can change the name, but the at, how do you change the at? That's Facebook. Name. I know I can change the name, but when I go to edit profile, my name comes up as many. Yeah. But, but it doesn't give me a it's the option to change the at. Settings and privacy is your account. account you know, there is the power of Username. <laughs> okay. I, all right. How to so change. You go use, to, you click your profile picture. That pulls up your okay. profile, your lists, your topics, bookmarks, Twitter blue, all that fun stuff. Scroll all the way down to settings and privacy. Okay, hold on. Let me let me get there because I've somehow managed to floof this up. Okay, settings and privacy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then your account. Your account. Then account information. Account information. And then right at oh. the top. 
Username. <laughs> okay. New username. Do you want to change your username? Yes. Okay, so we're going to do mini. It has to be longer than six characters. And I'm all set. Six six nine nine nine. There you go. Even better. <laughs> well, I mean, it's my Twitch and everything, right? Right. Makes sense. Done. Perfect. Now, I, I don't know if that automatically changes the links or not. I'll tell you right now. So anyone who wants to find me, oh, I am oh. at... On Twitter at mini six six nine nine nine. Officially. Officially, officially. Yep, it works. Magic. It works. Amazing. So amazing. All my links (laughs) is allmylinks.com. Slash mini six six nine nine nine. Six six nine nine. Oh, excuse me. I really, I would like to know what kind of like stomach bug virus thing has hit me over the last couple of days. It's been really, really wacky. Like I've had no adverse symptoms aside from like severe stomach pain yesterday. I really downplayed that, you guys. I was in so much pain yesterday, Um, which is now tapered off to a nausea today <laughs> you do need to change your twitter on all my links now okay because i can do that right. cool uh if i remember how to do, how do i do that <laughs> but how do i get my twitter <laughs> link first of all hold on let me get to the app because the app works the best for all my links i feel like twitter should be paying us for this tutorial just fyi and all my links too a hashtag yeah. not an ad even. Hashtag not an ad, although <laughs> it could be. I just want to get my link. Or if someone wants to just send me my link, I will copy and paste uh, it. Okay, look in the Discord. Okay. I will, I will get sent him there in the moment. Let me just get back up. So, FYI, everybody listening, this is why you need friends like these guys. <laughs> When you're just like, I can't find it, do it for me. Right. Because <laughs> we all collectively do this for one another. So. I just copy and paste this. I also want that freeze pipe, by the way. It's amazing, isn't it? Right. <laughs> Uh, Copy. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Nisa. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Edit. <laughs> because it's that 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 freeze pipe, like it comes as a steamroller, and it looks huge, and it looks beautiful. Does look beautiful. There we go. It's officially, officially, officially changed. Officially. 
Just because I felt like I needed to say officially a few more times there. Was it many? It's officially changed. It's officially official. And I added your <laughs> your all my links to my all my links, and I have it to your all my links is links. my all my links. And it says Minnie's links. I should change yours to Pyro's links. I just have it under Pyro at the moment, which kind of is dumpy. So I'll change. <laughs> it's dumpy, damn it. Don't want to be dumpy. All right. So that was fun. We did some yep. stuff. You hear, heard it here first. So none of you, none of you have the excuse now not to follow us on Twitter since you literally went through the whole rigmarole. <laughs> yep. And I, I can be found at allmylinks.com forward slash Pyro's Playhouse. Yeah, buddy. Want to know what's funny, though? If you Google Pyro's Playhouse, you'll also find me. I'm sure you could probably Google Mini 66999 and find me as well. There but we go. It's just funny Pyro the stuff random and things. things that pop up. Right. Like when I used to play oh. hashtag games on Twitter. Oh, I miss playing yeah. those. I think I might get back into that. It's a lot of fun. The only thing that my vape is still doing that thing that it shuts itself off randomly. Oh, that is weird. I keep and I don't know if it's just a bad my vape. I don't know if it's just like a bad batch of coils, and the conductivity is off or what it is. But I'm getting pissed about it. But this is the last coil um, I had in that pack, so I guess it is what it is. I'll survive. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. I don't know how we led there. Oh, yes. So, if you want an invite <laughs> to uh, Dirty Turtles Digital Bachelor Party, which is what all of that was leading up to. Yeah. <laughs> um, find us on Twitter. Drop us a line. Let us know you want to attend. Join the Discord. Yeah, it will be announced in the Discord as well. Uh, rest assured, if you want to come play some games and hang out, cool. If you want to just pop in and say hi and wish him well on the wedding, cool. Um, you know, bachelor party, do what you need to do. Yeah. I'm going to tag it now as NSFW. <laughs> NSFW, baby! As uh, bachelor parties tend to be. So, <laughs> I'm gonna stop grabbing the microphone when I go to talk because you can hear my fingers rubbing on it. I did not hear it. It's like surprisingly enough, I did not hear the rubby fingers. Well, I can. There we go. Oh, maybe a little bit. But it's not like, oh my god, rubby fingers. It's like, it's, <laughs> rubby it's fingers. Subtle. <laughs> right. <laughs> I I don't know. I didn't know how else to put that. <laughs> Watch out for <laughs> Watch out for rubby fingers. Watch out for the rubby fingers. They'll get you every time. That's like the competing horror movie for uh the swisher. There you go. Swishies. Rubby fingers. <laughs> this <laughs> October. The sequel. From the from the minds that brought you the swishy man. Comes do we know rubby fingers <laughs> do we know if uh trick-or-treat is on amazon prime i don't know i think i own it on all my 
um, no, um, movies everywhere. Because I was thinking, like, because if it was on Amazon Prime to do that on Halloween, like, have a screening of that on Halloween, well, the or like is, near Halloween, even if it is on there now, will it be at that time? I mean, it's August, so for them to like remove it before then would just be stupid. Mm-hmm. But if it's not on anything now, it definitely will be by then. Yeah. I love that movie. Right, I love watch, it. Watch movie available to rent on YouTube. Oh my god, I could probably... Lily's at the good height now that I could probably dress her up as Sam. That would be amazing. I remember going to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights in Florida, and they had like a whole area dedicated to Trick or Treat. It was awesome. Oh my God. It was that would be awesome. awesome. Yeah. They had little the like, werewolf vignettes. broad. Oh my God. Oh, that one. That was my favorite out of all the vignettes in that movie. Like the whole. The one that fucking. That I couldn't handle. I have a, a heel thing. I don't know why. It's like this fear of my Achilles tendon being injured Ooh. somehow. Yeah. So oh. like hostile. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I won't say too much more about it. You get the gist, but oh mm-hmm. my god! I was like, <laughs> whenever that happens in a, a movie or something, I always get like the heebie-jeebies. It's just not good for me. Nope. That's when I get that feeling. I know I'm gonna be up for most of the night. Yeah. Yeah. I love spooky stuff. I do. I do, but then there's just sometimes there's that one movie that I land on and it kind of traumatizes me for a little bit. Yeah, it ends up being like completely unnerving. Yep. Oh, I, I was like that, I believe it. it or not, um, the one movie that did that to me in recent years, and by recent years, I'm going to go on like the past decade, um, was A Haunting in Connecticut, believe it or not. VHS. It made for me. me it made me so uneasy. Um, and it was basically, for anyone who hasn't seen it, I'm not going to give massive spoilers, but you're going to get a few, I'm sure. Uh, if you haven't seen it in the last 10 years, you know what? Not my fault. Um, but because of like the old mortuary in the basement, which... I would find fucking cool as hell, by the way. If I ever moved into a house and found there was a mortuary in the basement, I'd be like, fuck score. But (laughs) the haunting aspect of it and, like, just, like, the random shadows standing outside of windows and all of that stuff, I just, for whatever (laughs) reason, it left me with the most uneasy feeling. VHS did that for me. And that's, like... yeah. Have you seen v- VHS? I don't think so. So it's a horror anthology. Okay. And within the anthology, like, there's a main story that's based around these tapes. And Okay. So while the main story is going on, like, a TV will play, and it will be playing in a... Uh, one of the stories within the anthology and so you would watch that and then when that would end it would go back to the main story and so right now they have quite a few of them and they're a lot of fun and then there's just some 
that are just ridiculously like make you completely uncomfortable. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. You know, or just like you know be... scares the shit out of you. <laughs> you know, it'd be a really fun one to stream if it was ever on a streaming service. I don't know if it is or not. Um, but a really fun one if either of you have ever seen the uh, the Necronomicon movie. Um, I, I have not. Okay, so when you want to talk about complete cheese horror, this is it. This is the epitome of cheesy, amazing, just you don't know whether to be uncomfortable or roll your eyes kind of horror. And like everything up to and including things like flying rib cages. Is like I'm not even kidding. Okay. This is HP Lovecraft, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. I love HP at Lovecraft. Love him. Definitely want to come to Providence. Oh, yeah. Go on the tour. <laughs> yeah, I, yes, absolutely. Like I it's on the bucket list. It always has been. Um, I need to watch Scythe. I also want to go to Connecticut and go to the uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren Museum. As much as it's going to make my brain blow up, uh, it is. It is a goal. I would. I would like to. I've driven by the houses, but yeah. But I haven't actually gone in, and so I'm watching the trailer for the net, for the nem, yeah, you know the movie you just said, <laughs> yeah, the Necronomicon. Um, I have seen this movie. Oh my god, is it not amazing? It is amazing. It's like an hour and a half of pure cheese, and it's so good. Oh yeah, it's so good. The Necronomicon. Um, for anyone who doesn't know what it is or what it's theorized to be, it is a book written by a possessed woman in blood and bound in human flesh. It has made appearances in many movies in a shit ton of lore. Oh, yeah. Um, most famously, uh, Evil Dead series. It's very prevalent. I love Evil and, Dead. Yes. And it's... Its actual existence is highly debated. Uh, there are people who swear it does exist. There are versions of it in paperback that you can get, or alleged versions of it in paperback that you can get. Well, I mean, realistically, there's got to be some sick asshole out there who read about the Necronomicon and made his own. Well, here's my thing, <laughs> is that I never... Everything is chalked up to imagination, but imagination comes from somewhere, mm -hmm. especially something like that. So I don't know if it's like peering into alternate realms or dimensions or what, but that came from somewhere. Yep. So does it exist? I'm not going to give it an absolute zero. I think that in all probability it does, and if it does, I think in all likelihood it's locked up somewhere in the Vatican. It's just but, a long, long, long time ago, the world was basically like the movie The Invention of Lying, except mm -hmm. in reverse, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's it was a universe where nobody was capable of telling the truth. <laughs> so yeah, that was built on trying to control and advocate for civil dis uh, for civil obedience as opposed to um, anything else. And really, if you look into the mass majority of religions and things like that that were invented around the world, uh, most of them are built for the subduity of. Uh, women and, and want to know what also pushes and 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 makes these things blow up the way they do mm. it's because once there's like x amount of people who fall into it or not fall into it but believe what they're hearing scientology for instance yep then the outliers don't want to be outliers you know because then it's just like oh you're the crazy one well, but that's the thing, is that that's what turned into religious prosecution. When you have that many followers, you have enough to fucking do shit like rage Influence. wars. You know, but you, you know, don't want to be the one person in your village, you know, it's like, that's all bullshit! Yeah. Hogwash! You know, and now, then the you're banished. The problem is, in, say, 150 years, 200 years, 500 years, when someone stumbles across the Scientology Manifesto book, novel whatever you want to call it it is going to become a full-on religion right so well how do you think catholicism formed same mm -hmm. thing some dude wrote the bible enough people started following that shit and it became what it is now even yeah like all this time like i interestingly enough i i was speaking about this this morning and i I said the same thing. Like I have this, I have this debate with my my parents all the time. It's like, look, all of this stuff, all of this magical, amazing stuff, like water turned into wine and whatever, whatever miracle happened, all happened so long ago. Like, why can't it happen today? Where's the evidence? Where's the proof? It drives my parents. <laughs> Well, the like, thing of it honestly. is, is that stuff like that, whenever you ask questions like that, the general response you'll get is that's where your faith comes in, um, which is such a fucking load of shit, by the way. So for anyone who is like, oh, well, that's where you just have to have faith. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh <-huh. laughs> you know, do I have faith in the fact that some guy 2,000 some odd years ago turned water into wine? I seen David Copperfield turn, uh, you know, pull a rabbit out of a hat. So, you know. Well, that's just it. Don't make him Jesus, right? Like, what if <laughs> Jesus was just a really good magician? Right. And then, you know, but it's, but it's that whole mass. I don't want to say hysteria, but conformity. Yeah, conformity. It's mass conformity. And I was going to say something, and I forgot. It is now left... The thought has left the building. <laughs> it's the marijuana's. Yes. <laughs> Dave's not here, man. But yeah, like, Nazum and I actually debate this topic quite often uh, on the mm -hmm. concepts of religion and their validity. Um. And it just, there's so much of it that I cannot get on board with at all. A large part of that comes from being uh, Canadian, believe it or not. Um, 
especially in recent years. Now, beforehand, I would not have uh, put it in such a manner um, because I lost my faith in religion a very, very, very long time ago. However, um, after the information had started coming to light about the residential schools, now I do want to put an asterisk in there. Not that the information wasn't there before, but it wasn't that publicized and people were covering it up. So once it became very public knowledge of what was occurring in the residential schools um, because of mainly the influence of the Catholic Church, uh, not only was that just the final nail in the coffin, so to speak, but I pulled my children out of Catholic school. There is no way I'm going to financially or uh, in any way support an institution that commits such atrocities. Now, for anyone listening who is going to go to their favorite search engine and search up that the residential school schools instance that means talking about, there should be a trigger warning there because there is a trigger warning there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, um, for violence, sexual assault, and violence against young children. Um, uh, it's it 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 doesn't make for it doesn't make for pleasant reading at all, and that's uh, it's for me. I like I come from a Muslim background. I don't practice. I'm not. It's not. I'm not. I'm not interested in religion only because I've had my own issues with it over the years and we've we've spoken at length about this like I I still am in a firm belief that religion was just merely a tool to control people um now don't get me wrong I do believe in God I do believe in the heaven and the hell but that doesn't necessarily mean I have to believe in religion yeah absolutely Two different Truth. things completely. To be spiritual and to be religious are very, and you know what? I hate it that it's become such a mainstream kind of turn of phrase that any any bitch that you run into on the street in yoga pants with a Starbucks is like, "I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual." <laughs> I, bought I have crystals. things like crystals and incense <laughs> to clean my inner chi. Yeah, um, I do yoga. Uh, but you know, and that's fine if that's your lifestyle choice or whatever. But yeah, my parents were big Catholics. Well, my dad's Episcopalian. My, uh, I was brought up in a very, very, very Catholic household. Uh, my like, mother, like on that level of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mother. She was raised extremely Catholic, European Catholic, uh, because my grandparents are right off the boat from Poland. And my dad was raised Presbyterian, um, but converted to Catholicism uh, when he married my after he married my mother. So I was originally baptized as Presbyterian because both of my parents had been divorced in the past. I had to appeal to the Vatican in Rome in order to be able to be married. Uh, so while that was coming through, because they wanted to start a family. Um, they got married under the Presbyterian faith, and that's the first one I was baptized under. And then when I was three years of age, the appeal came through for my parents to be married under the Catholic Church, 
Um, so they got married again um, under the Catholic Church on the same day that me, my sister, and my father were all baptized as Catholic. I'm so holy, I've been baptized twice. Yep. But I was an altar <clears throat> server at my church for years. I was an usher after that. Like, I was really involved for quite some time. One of what's funny is growing up, like, very seldomly at the churches that they used to make me go to when they wanted me to make my uh, communion. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a female, like, young female do anything other than choir. Well, it depends on how strict it is, because a lot of churches, what they'll have is a strict policy against female altar servers because yeah. the entire clergy is men. Yeah. Um, now, my church being a little bit more open-minded to it, we did have female altar servers. The majority of our altar servers are female. Um, but my sister and I um, were the only ones that used to serve Sunday Mass, 8 o'clock Mass. Or nine o'clock mass because who else is crazy enough to get up at that time of the day? Hmm. Um, so we used to do that and uh, did a few weddings, funerals, that sort of thing. I had a few cool experiences that I don't really want to bring up here, but the um, yeah, I did it for a very long time. Like as soon as I was able to do it, which you have to be, you have to receive your first communion in order to do so. Um, so I was seven. Um, and by the time I stopped, I was just entering high school, uh, mainly because I just got too freaking tall for the robes. And uh, then I I was an usher. That's cool. Um, My brain was just thinking that it's like, so basically only men can lead worship to God in yeah. the Catholic Church. Yeah, only mm. men could perform an official mass. That explains a lot. A woman cannot hand out communion. We're not allowed. Yeah. We are not allowed to lead mass. <laughs> now we know where the glass ceiling so, was built. Yeah. The, so, uh, <laughs> so let me. And this is this is going to. And this is going to. You're going to be. I, I think you'll be surprised by this, but in in Islam and. As a Muslim woman, if you are on your period, you are exempt from. You are not allowed to go to pray to God. You can't touch. You can't touch the Quran. You can't do any form of prayer because because you're, you're dirty. Mm -hmm. It's considered dirty. It used to be the same in Catholicism to the point that if you were on your period, now obviously this has not been the case for a very long time. Like we're talking hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of years. But if you were on your period, you weren't even allowed to stand in the presence of a man. Now, so I have a question, and this may come out wrong, but hey, I'm just going to let it happen. So if you're like a devout Catholic or any religion that where it, you know, kind of belittles you, like it seems like the Catholic Church does as a female. Mm -hmm. Could you be a true feminist if you say that you're a feminist, but still follow that religion? 
That's a good um, question. You know, that's an excellent I, question. I uh, because essentially the idea is, is and I'm and on... I'm actually like <laughs> curious. This isn't an no. Attack I'm, I'm or... going to explain oh, this the best I can. Um, that when you enter sisterhood, for instance, if you become a sister or a nun, mm-hmm. um, your specific purpose is to be in servitude, not just to God and Jesus, but to the men who lead the church. So, based on that alone, um, I would say no. No, I would say absolutely no. I'm not well educated on, like, being a Catholic. I made my communion, and that was it, and then I was done. I didn't want to go back. I did not. There's just something did not feel right to me at that age. Like, I would go to my first communion classes, my Sunday school, and it just didn't feel right. I was baptized. I did the first reconciliation. I did communion. Yeah, well, I did I, I confirmation. Was baptized. I, I was I've baptized. done all my sacraments I don't remember up to that, now. Though. <laughs> I'm, I only, I'm only missing one sacrament. I don't remember them trying to drown me. Um, well, to be fair, they don't drown you in the Catholic Church. They just pour water no, on your head. <laughs> no, Cassidy, Cassidy was baptized. No, that was because her mom and her mom's mom, you know, was into the church thing. Well, my wife didn't really do the church, but her mom went like all the time. So she was baptized. Yeah, my oldest is baptized. <clears throat> but now I don't go to a church unless it's, you know, my family members doing something there, you know, even weddings, if they live streamed weddings, I would probably do that first <laughs> and then yeah. just meet them at the reception, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but you know, I enjoy, I, I do enjoy the weddings that are not in churches, nothing against oh, yeah, the church itself, but it's just, you know, more exciting. It's um, more exciting. It's free flowing. Yeah. Um, you um, know, that sort of thing. The only sacrament I haven't received as of yet, which is the final back one. terrible memories. Being in yeah, a church it's death. brings back terrible memories. And yeah, it does. I don't enjoy being in them. Now, I'm I don't not, either. I don't, I, I don't want to say I'm atheist. You know, I'm not anything. You're just not religious. Yeah. You're I, just not religious. It's like, as simple I have as my that. beliefs, you know. Like you don't have questions. to be anything, and I think that's the, the biggest portion of that. Yep. Like, when was it that automatically people had to be attached uh, to a religion standard? Well, that's, then that can also be said about identifying yourself as your uh, political association. Absolutely. You know? It's Absolutely. Like, now it's just, like, high. Like, and, and even, like, now, this is crazy now. All right. Both of these go hand-in-hand hand with dating apps. Now, yeah. like everybody's posting everything, it's just like, hi. Oh, my- I'm a I'm a religious Republican <laughs> yeah. and pass. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like, how bad is that? You know, next thing you know, when you apply for a job, you know, it's just going to be like, all right, have you served in the military? No. Okay. Uh, what What is your ethnicity? Okay. Yep. Caucasian. Okay. Gender. All right. Cool even a box for no gender um political association religion technically it's illegal here for them to even ask that 
Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not allowed to ask about political or religious affiliations. Although but, I can, like you said, I can see that changing. You're absolutely right you, you with know, the way that the world is going. Right there, look, Roe versus Wade. Yeah. Right. Or it's going to come up in and part of the census. That's the Republican Party here, though, is really, really right now, really highly, highly going the whole religion full force, bringing that. Yeah. Like their whole selling point. It's crazy. That's interesting because over here, but they, it's illegal to it's not illegal to ask those questions because it's part of the equal opportunities form. You can fill it out or you can leave it blank. Right? But usually when you're doing big applications, you want to complete and give a complete application form, right? But... Yeah, they're more focused on if you're white, African-American. See, we're not even allowed to use that on an application form. Well, that goes hand in hand with the equal opportunity. And then disability. It also asks about disability. Wow. You get you now you can leave it blank, but usually when you're trying to apply for a job, you would like I said, you want to try and complete as much information as yeah. possible. Like that's kind of like putting you, a, a stick in the hole thing before you even start. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. Now any now no no employer is going to is going no no recruiters ever going to say oh yeah by the way I didn't actually base my decision on the equal ops form no one's going to admit to that but you know secretly yeah like they're going to take a glance at it but okay sorry to switch this up I think we just opened the doors of perception (laughs) yeah this is just where my brain is at the moment, so I apologize for the sudden switch in topics. That's fine. But have you guys watched the first episode of She-Hulk yet? Oh, I wanted to ask you that all flipping day. <laughs> I did. I had to watch. After, after me and uh, Nazum last night died thousand deaths, um, we had some Aww. really good battles, though. We did have mm-hmm. some pretty awesome battles, so it was a good time. Yeah. Um, I was like, I probably should get to bed. So then I was like, ooh, She-Hulk is out. So at first, and I realized this as I was going to watch the new episode of uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Now, that's how you know I was excited because I love (laughs) what we do in the shadows. And I new episode, I was like, nope, 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 She-Hulk is out. And I watched it. I don't want to break too much of it because Nizum hasn't seen it yet. No. Um, but I enjoyed it. I loved it. I thought it was different. I thought different. it was very well done. It was different. They stayed true to her character. Yep. Kind of kind of threw in. It's kind of like Deadpool style a little bit, but obviously not, you know, like. Not Deadpool. Not Deadpool. Um, not to, to the vulgar side of things. Yeah. But uh, in the in the MC universe, there are only a few characters that can break the fourth wall. Yes. Deadpool is one of them. Yep. She-Hulk is another one. Yep. Um, and they did not disappoint with that. Um, they did break the fourth wall often. I thought it was very well done. They changed her origin story, which I was fine with. Yep. It, it, you um, know what? It made it... I I like it freshened how they it did up. It, it freshened know? it up. And it kept it simple. Yeah. Kept it simple, kept the story going, didn't make it but overly Nizum complicated. But Nazum highly recommend. Highly recommend. I think you'll okay. like it. It's oh, yeah. interesting. It's de- it's it's very different. And I like 
I will say this, and I don't care. Everybody has their own opinions. I don't read reviews. I don't do any of that stuff about anything. I don't either. Nobody oh, knows sure. what I like other than me. You know, if you didn't like something, doesn't mean I'm not going to like it. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't bother. Like, the only time I will watch a review is for games, but that's purely for gameplay rather than anything else. Hmm. But even then, I'll take it with a pinch of salt. I'd rather play it or watch it for myself. Yep. My only hesitation with She-Hulk, right, and this is going to sound awful, but... um, This is going to sound awful, but it's going to be a case of... When she turns into She-Hulk, is it going to be disappointing? Like, am I going to be nope. like traumatized? It's not disappointing. Okay. No, they, it's not disappointing at all. They do it very tastefully. Yep, and they okay. they held back on the trailers of um the computer generated images, the CGI. Yeah, they held back, and yeah. it's solid. It's pretty it is. solid. It's very nice. In fact, I was and watching now, it and I was like, "Wow, look how far we fucking have come." Yeah. You know, oh, absolutely. And I was like, what a world was, we live. What a time. It was so well done in a lot of different aspects. It solves a major question about Captain America that I know everyone's dying to know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, you can't avoid that it, on the internet either. It's, that's like all no, everybody's talking about. Yeah. And uh, it it has some nice appearances and a lot of really good Easter eggs and references all around. Just very, very good. I was very pleased. Okay. That I was very pleased. All my okay. Fancies. It one, tickled on one, mine too. One more thing for me then in the grand scheme of all of the, the Disney TV Marvel stuff that we've put out so far, because I haven't been disappointed by any of them, even Hawkeye. I really enjoyed Hawkeye. I did like Hawkeye, Hawkeye as well. Like, I haven't seen Hawkeye yet. I gotta finish Miss Ma- Miss Marvel. And I haven't I'm, seen Miss Marvel. And yet. that's the thing. She Hulk. She Hulk now helped repeak my interest in going and rewatching um, the Falcon. Yeah, because Falcon I st- and the Winter Soldier. I missed some episodes. I basically watched like a couple of the first ones and then I watched the last episode. <laughs> so I'm, I want to relive that one and I want to catch Hawkeye and I want to get sped up on Miss Marvel. Because I yeah. go into all of these like with Hawkeye and it would have been the same with She-Hulk and all of that. So I always, my biggest fear is, oh my God, Disney, have going, uh, Disney will release an Iron Fist and ruin this whole kind of... This no, run Netflix that did that. No, I mean, um, Netflix done it, but what I mean, like, the, in terms part, of, I hate... The fun part <laughs> of that, though, do you know who else stars in She-Hulk? Charlie fucking Cox. <gasps> Charlie Cox. I'm trying to think of him now. Daredevil. Daredevil. Oh, yes, that's why. Because all right. They are making a new series for him. Oh, I can't a wait four. for that. I love I am Netflix's so Daredevil. I did too. It was I, so you good. You know what? I really hope they bring back Jessica Jones, though. I, oh, I do too. I, I really enjoyed Jessica her Jones. fucking crazy ass. I really did. Yeah. I miss I her. love Jessica Jones. Such a good... I loved Luke Cage. I loved the Defenders. The only one I absolutely hated Iron was fucking Fist. Iron Fist. Yeah. I, Iron Fist. That's I what I mean. Like, that's. It. 
Like, fuck you, that Netflix, for turning Danny Rand into a whiny fucking bitch. And it wasn't, e- see, for me, it wasn't even that. It was the fight scenes were not exciting, and they were, no. they were run-of-the-mill and terrible. All, yeah. All I got for my first was, me, 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 It was so I, underwhelming it, it, and just, it felt yeah. like they, they just rehearsed it right character, before they shot it. Yeah, as a secondary character in something like The Defenders, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But to, for him to have his own show, absolutely fucking not. Yeah. That was terrible. It was they, so they, terrible. They should have used him, him as, so a, dirty. as a character where he would make yeah. a cameo in all three you know, yeah. shows. And like he would show up, up in Jessica Jones. He'd show up in um, Daredevil, so on and so forth. Yeah, and that's what ties them all together for the Defenders. The Defenders. Yeah, um, which I really like the Defenders as well. Yeah, because uh, it had it had those other three yeah. characters to hold the show, you know? Yeah. To, you know, carry it, basically. Luke Cage I did yeah. enjoy as well. I did enjoy Luke Cage quite a bit. The fact that Rosario Dawson is spanned across them all, I found I awesome. I Rosario Dawson. I do, I, too. You know, I, like, I love her so much. I love her work. She's an um, amazing actress. She really is. She really is. Thanks for power. She seems like one a, of my she'd be a great friend, too. Sin City. Oh, the... Sin City, oh... Oh, for sure. Sin, Sin, Sin City. City. I will watch take that movie her in Sin so City any times. second, any day, any day. I don't care if I'm on my deathbed. If she walks <laughs> up to me as Sin City Rosie. I want to rewatch that movie now. <laughs> I watched that so many times after I had my wisdom teeth pulled and I was high as shit. That movie yeah. was just on loop. Just on loop. Well, and that's I the just thing, because like... everybody... Everybody that saw Sin City was like, oh, my God, Jessica Alba, Jessica Alba. I'm like, fuck you, Rosario Dawson. Right? Like, what is wrong with you? Right. And Elijah Wood, though. Elijah oh my Wood's God, character. Yes. And, and I, 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 for some reason, I could be wrong, but you know that mustard-colored guy? I want I want to Google this, but I'm pretty sure this could be Mandela effect. But I'm pretty sure it's right or strong. Oh, really? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna check the cast. I could be wrong. I'm usually always wrong. But I don't know. Film's a different thing for you. Well, because all right, so you know that whole Mandela thing, and yes. I had a really all right, so I don't think so. I don't see him even in the cast character. So I was wrong. It happens. Um, but there, there's this. There was this movie, and it's about these three like robbers, and and they get stuck in this town, um, hiding out from the from the cops. John Lovitz is definitely in it. Um, chopping broccoli guy. What's his name? Oh my god. Saturday Night Live, Church Lady, Dana Carvey. Ah, yes. All right. They're definitely in it. Now, there's one other. So not a serious movie then. No, it's a comedy. And there's (laughs) there's one other actor in this movie. But every time I think about it, I think about a different actor. And even now, right now, 
I don't remember which one is actually in the movie. <laughs> that happens to me all so, the time. Are you thinking of Dave Franco? No, no, this is an old movie. That problem this is like too. the 90s. Um, and it's either Nicolas Cage or, no, nah, man, what's his name? What's the other dude's name? Uh, pff, 80s, Pretty in Pink, uh, uh, one John Crazy Summer. Um, John Cryer? Not John Cryer. Um, he was like oh. the brother's friend that, he was like one of the smaller, smaller, smaller characters. He always hung out with the, the brother. Um, but he's in One Crazy Summer. Damn it. Gross point now you're gonna have to blank. Um, you have to Google it now. John Cusack. Ha ha. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's either him or John Cusack. Every time. Yes. I kept missing, messing John Cusack up with somebody, too. And now I can't remember who. All right. I'm going to now I'm going to look up this movie. OK. And I'm going to do it. Now watch. Now watch Dana Carvey not even be in the movie. Oh, I found it. Trapped in Paradise. Oh. Trapped Joseph. in Paradise, 1994, and it is Nicolas Cage that's in the movie. But oh, okay. for the longest time, I thought it was John Cusack. John Cusack and Jordan, uh, Gordon, I'm so toasted right now. Gordon Levitz. Levitz. Levitz, yeah. Levitz. I, I get those two. <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitz. I, I get those two messed up all the time now that he's older. Like when he was the kid on Third Rock, obviously not the case. <laughs> but now that he's older, they look so similar. <laughs> I would love to meet that guy, though. He seems like the most stand-up human being, doesn't he? Oh, uh, look up Hit Record. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, I follow it. Oh, well, there you go, and that that's him. And yeah. he has a twin brother, too, which is funny. Yeah. You know who else I love? Justin Long. Justin Long is fucking incredible. Justin Long is amazing. I love that guy. He, he did just a shows stint. up. He just shows up randomly in everything. Right? And, oh my god, he did a stint on uh, Mom, which was a sitcom that is now over, but recently, yeah. and it was really, really good. It's starring um, Mom loved watching that show. Yeah, it's starring Anna Faris. Um, and he did a small arc in there uh, as a potential love interest for Anna's character. And uh, he was just so good. He was so oh, yeah. good. He, and he Brandy, Brandon St. Randy. I mean, come on. Who doesn't <laughs> love Brandon St. Randy? <laughs> My favorite. Which is how I got your name, by the way, in a Zoom of her follow 76. My Randy favorite Justin Long mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> character is in this movie called uh, Strange Wilderness. Yeah. And if you haven't seen that movie, it's silly. It's stupid. But it's highly entertaining. And it's it's Steve Zahn, uh, Justin Long, Jonah Hill. Oh, my um, God. Just there, there's a few. Uh, I want to say that I think this is a Happy Madison production. So you have um, what's his name from Grandma's Boy is in it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? That's right. Get a monkey. What's his name? <laughs> uh, he. He's also in Grandma's Boy. He plays Dante. I think his name yeah. is Dante in real life. I just don't know. Well, but he's in it too. 
And actually, I think most of the people that are in most of Adam Sandler movies are in it. But it's so such David a Spade? <laughs> no, but like I mean, like the main friends, like all right, so little Nikki, you have the devil yeah. worshippers. There's that one devil worshipper with the with oh, the yeah. uh, eyes, the one eye yep. that turns in. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I believe he's in it too. But it's it's stupid, but it's hilarious. And the whole premise is they're trying to save Steve Zahn's dad's show, and and he was one of those. Uh, wilderness um, people and he would talk about the animals and you know he would take videos of them and say facts about it the only problem is is Steve Zahn in the movie is an idiot so he he would be like they would see a bear and be like this is where they got the name for Chicago Cubs you know and it's like (laughs) And it's the fun, uh, true fact: <laughs> sharks have killed more humans than a ballpoint pen, or just something stupid like that. <laughs> but there's a scene in it with Justin Long, and he's just sitting there, and they're all talking, and then they start talking to him, and he's not answering them, and so they're like, "What's wrong with them?" <laughs> and so somebody like, they're like, "Is he dead?" And they poke him. And he fucking jumps. He had eyeballs tattooed to his eyelids. So <laughs> while his eyes were closed, it looked like they were open. But it was done so well. It was just like, you're looking at him. And you're like, something's not right. But you couldn't. That's amazing. Uh, but the character he plays in there is just hilarious. Like, he's a big time stoner. Right. Oh, and like really dumb. But yeah, Strange Strange Wilderness is a good film. Check it out. Not an ad. <laughs> now, I was going to mention earlier on before I moved, literally whizzed through like the whole Netflix MC Marvel stuff. But Jessica Jones, right? Watch, when I watched Jessica Jones, I was introduced to the uh, Don't Trust to Be in Apartment 23. Yeah, watched. <laughs> you have to watch that because that so Kristen Kristen Ritter is fantastic in that. But surprisingly, because I I, I never liked James Van Der Beek, I just always thought he's a bit of a knob. Like, but oh, <laughs> he plays yeah. a he plays a like a highly fictionalized version of himself. And oh my god, like that's I, what I loved about this is the end. The movie, this is the end, because you have all of these actors that are playing over exaggerated or wrong versions of themselves. Yeah, Mike Sierra. Michael Sierra. Michael Sierra. Michael Sierra, absolutely. (laughs) He's another one. I love that kid. Absolutely fucking amazing. He's good at what he does. He is excellent at what he does. I follow his sister on TikTok. um, And she's she's a fantastic person too, but he is just absolutely incredible. I love him oh, yeah. as an actor. He likes to fuck around a lot too. Like he'll show up on random movie sets that like Judd Apatow yep. is filming and they'll just record stuff like movies yeah. within the movie. Like when uh, knocked up 
was coming out or after it came out, they had filmed like a whole interaction between Catherine Heigl and Michael Sierra where they made it look mm-hmm. like originally he was Seth Rogen's character. That's so funny. And they made it seem like they had to fire him and replace him with Seth Rogen. And how they did it, it just, it came <laughs> off so well. And he he played himself as such a big asshole. But it was so I believable. I cannot even tell you how many times I've watched Superbad. Oh, man. Like an embarrassing amount of times. That was such a good movie. I, I watched it like last month. You know, I have watched it so many times over the years. And super- I just, I love that whole crew. And then speaking of Jonah Hill, I like how, how we're jumping around with this, but it's just, this is how you branch out. Jonah yep. Hill, have you <laughs> seen mid-90s? You know what? I have heard a lot about it. Um, I started watching it. I think I got about halfway through. It's, I never was able to finish it. Yeah, it's 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 like a weird. It reminds me of like a tame uh, kids. Yeah. Now, have you seen kids? Though I should. <laughs> if you haven't seen kids, you need to see kids. That movie is fucked up, but that's pretty much what teenagers were like at that time. And a 17-year-old kid wrote and directed that movie. Or at least wrote it. Which is even crazier. That's crazy. Well, I have seen it a long, long time ago. Um, Oh, you've seen kids? (laughs) I've seen kids. And Casper, uh, the dopest ghost. The dopest ghost around. Casper's one of the characters in the movie. It was such a weird, like, intense, shocking movie. But a lot of... I, his name is, like, Corinne something. Did I lose you guys? No, I have Henry in here harassing me because he doesn't follow instructions. (laughs) So I keep begging him to leave and he wouldn't leave until I gave him candy. Parenting at its finest right there. Here, now go. Stupid vape. Oh, you gotta love that. You see, the the other film, I'm not sure if you remember this from, it's, it came a few years after Kids, but 13 with Rachel Evanwood. That was another kind of coming to a, coming, coming of age story. And it pretty much just as messed up. But it's an intro, like it, it's definitely a good film. And what movie is that one? Uh, 13. 13. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Best coming of age film ever, hands down, in my opinion, anyway. Stand by me. Oh, man, that movie is incredible. Yeah. So incredible. Richard Dreyfus. The, Cor- the two Corys. Oh, yep. Sean Astin. 
Wait, was both the Corys wearing it? Yeah, Corey Ham was in it, wasn't he? I don't remember him being in it. Oldman. I know River Phoenix. River, River Phoenix, Phoenix was it? It might have been River Phoenix. Will, that I confused with Corey Feldman. Was it Will Wheaton? Or not Corey Feldman? Corey. Uh, John Cusack was in it. Yeah, very, very, very good movie. Uh, yeah, well, excellent. So it was Will Wheaton, River Phoenix. Um, Unfortunately, River Phoenix and Corey yeah, Ham had such a in a similar story that. Oh, that that both because. Back then, they were always in movies together. So you just, yeah. when you see one. You, you see the other. You see the other. So yeah, Jerry O'Connell, Will Wheaton, River Phoenix, Corey Feldman. And then naturally yeah. Kiefer Sutherland was the punk. He's he's another I'm record- He's another Kiefer. actor that just is amazing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, he played that role in Stand By Me so well. Yeah. Like, he was scary. Like, he, like, really, when he plays a scary character, it's, like, freaks me oh, out would a you, bit. Would you want to fuck with Jack Bauer? Like, seriously? Like, Not really. You know what? I'd rather deal with him than, than his character in Stand By Me or Lost Boys. Yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't want to be face down with Ace Merrill. Nui. No. Love the Lost Boys. It's such a good film. One of my that that is my number one all time vampire favorite movie. Um, is Lost Boys. Love the Lost Boys. I was introduced to it when I was young. Same. Um, and I just I fell in love with it up to and including the saxophone guy. Yep. That I, every time I see him play like in that movie, even as a kid, like I loved it. I get excited. Here comes the saxophone guy. <laughs> yep, every time. Absolutely nobody. <laughs> yeah, I said you guys that meme the one day y'all died. <laughs> it's like because it's just so funny because you know movies. It's true. Every every part of a movie is mapped out. Yeah, you know, like now if they did storyboarding for the Lost Boys, like it was somebody's job, and they were like. We're gonna put to draw this, on the saxophone guy. We're, we're gonna throw in this dude randomly playing the saxophone on stage. Give him this solo. Well, um, he was in a band. Yeah, he's. You can. You can. You, you can, can actually look up cameo. his music. You can find him on Cameo and. Uh, yeah, Memo. it's so funny. <laughs> the saxophone guy. <laughs> the saxophone guy from Lost Boys. Although now him in those pants would be terrifying, given the age that he must be at now it's funny there's one of the sequels they have a saxophone guy now i don't know if it's the same saxophone guy um only because if you see the saxophone guy now like obviously he doesn't look like he did in the movie but he didn't look like too out of shape and but the one that they have in one of the sequels (laughs) he looked like ron jeremy playing the saxophone Oh my god. I remember seeing the sequels, but it didn't stick with me uh, to the same degree. Um, I know that Feldman did all three of them, I believe. Yeah. Um, Which is fine, but... 
Tim Capella was saxophone guy's name. Yeah. But he, uh, the other ones, they just, they didn't, they didn't do for me what the first one did. No, definitely not. The, the, the one where they had both of the Frog Brothers in it mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, it wasn't terrible, you know. It, I mean, the Frog Brothers in the first movie were iconic, though. Yes. That was the thing, is that they were so iconic in what they did and their expertise. And, you know, they were the town old man lunatic, but they were young. Yep. You know, of the there's demons up in them there hills, like that guy, right? And the grandfather. It's one thing yeah. I hate about this place too many fucking vampires yeah he's just sitting there having a drink of like milk yep the one thing i hate about this place all the damn vampires (laughs) (laughs) and they're all just standing there looking at him like i'm sorry what (laughs) now such a such a good movie i really gotta get that again on um I was gonna say VHS. Oh my god, how old am I? I have it on VHS. I need to get it on Blu-ray because they did a, a remaster recently, didn't they? Of the Lost Boys, yeah. Just, yeah. just, just, just uh, got announced for like the 4K Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm gonna um, have to get that HDR. I think. I think it's HDR. I absolutely have to get that. I love that movie. Yep. I'm, I'm, I want to get it. I just picked up uh, the Beetlejuice animated series complete si- uh, si- collection. Yeah. I haven't seen The Frighteners in quite some time now, Ooh. and that's one of my favorite you movies, too. I watched that with, uh, you know, Voldemort. And mm. that's such a good, such a good, good movie. And it has it such an such interesting story about how it came about. You know, because yeah. originally it was supposed to be the first, um, you know, movie f- for the Tales from the Crypt, the HBO's Tales from the Crypt series. Yeah. You know, I know there is an original Tales from the Crypt film. I think it was 1960s, 1970s. But I'm talking about like 90s, the, the yeah, show we're talking about Tales the... from the Crypt. Yeah. The one we grew up with. Yep. So it was supposed to be the first film in the series that they were going to put out. And mm-hmm. they were just like, no, you need, this needs to be it, its own thing. Like, it yeah. And it was so good. Yep. And so instead they were. I like it when they lay still like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 4,000 year old mummy. Man, it is such a good film. Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's his name from Rhiannon? Oh, that detective. The the detective Combs. that's all fucking. My body is a roadmap of pain. That guy's yep. so fucking creepy. Yeah, he's from Reanimator. Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs yeah. is his name. And of course, uh, Gary Busey's son. Yeah. Plays the uh, dead guy. The serial killer ghost. So well done. Though. So well done. He was such a psychopath. That was a Peter Jackson film. Was it really? Yeah, it's Peter Jackson. So Peter Jackson was heavy into horror. That's where he stems from. So you have the bad taste um, and you have 
um, brain dead, but here it's called dead a lot, dead alive. And it is the cheesiest zombie film that you'll ever see, but it's awesome. It's, it's yeah. awesome. And, and you watch it and you, and you're like, Peter Jackson did this. And then you go and watch, you know, <laughs> like King Kong and all the other small movies that he's done that didn't get a lot of attention, you know, you know, yeah. low profile, you know, I don't think anybody's going to go to the rings. Can you imagine <laughs> having the balls to go up to like some movie executive and be like, you know what I want? I, had, I want to make the Lord of the Rings like a, the, the, uh, the book that was unfilmable at one point in, in time. I want however hundreds of millions of dollars and this is my back catalog. <laughs> like, yeah, balls on that. Like, <laughs> well, because he did. Well, I believe the studio picked him to do Percy Jackson. No, to do um, Lord of the Rings. I thought he. Uh, I, it was. It was always my understanding he approached Ben because they had the script written and everything. Him and right. um, him, him and his partner Fan Walsh. Um, I believe they had it all planned out first and. Because no one has Sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's my no one... again. My high brain keeps me making me interrupt. Because uh, prior to his Lord of the Rings, like there was, I believe, something that the BBC had produced many, many years ago that was awesome. <laughs> Not to mention, he also directed this movie called Meet. The Feebles. All right. And it's a puppet movie. So it's like, you know, that Muppet movie that came out not that long ago was a geared towards adults. Yeah. I got the name of it. All right. So the new Muppet show is like that. So that's, oh no, but this is like, there's a, a bunny in it, a bunny puppet who has P. Uh, PTSD from oh, no. being nom. There's a drug addict uh, gorilla, I think. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy. So the, the, the overview of Meet the Feebles is fame-seeking members of the animal kingdom experience the sleazier side of show business in this puppet-filled parody. And it is ridiculous. I believe it was banned at one time and it was so hard to find this movie and i remember as a teenager like i i i you know i was into movies and i love cheesy movies like full moon and stuff and peter jackson fit the bill at the time and i finally found it and i watched it and i was dumbfounded i was like what did i just watch it was yeah. ridiculous so and it's funny because now you go and you watch Lord of the Rings, and then here's Meet the Feebles. Lord of the Rings was beautiful. I love Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Like I'll it's... probably end up checking out the TV show once that's released. So, like if you look at his resume, it's just crazy. 
But that's good, though. I mean, you want somebody who is versed does in that everything. capacity. Yeah. But he does, he does a little bit of everything. And if you haven't seen Bad Taste, I highly suggest Bad Taste and also Brain Dead, a.k.a. Dead Alive. Um, Bad Taste is an alien movie. Uh, G-Men learn that aliens are harvesting New Zealanders for an intergalactic restaurant in this gory horror parody. <laughs> New Zealanders specifically. Yep. What's on the menu tonight, Kiwis? <laughs> You know, and Dead Alive is crazy. Like, a priest turns into uh, a zombie, but, like, he's a priest that knows Kung Fu. As most priests do. And then, but the zombies are horny, and, like, they have sex, and one of them has a baby, and and it's, like, a zombie baby. And it's the most ridiculous thing ever. It's just insane. Like, wow. And then, again, this is the dude (laughs) that gave you Lord of the Rings. Yeah. In King Kong. It's great. Well, I mean, there's something to be said for artistic envisionment. (laughs) And that's why they decided that he was the best person for Lord of the Rings. Because... Oh, yeah, absolutely. His brain is just insane. And you have a little bit of everything in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's adventure and horror and psychological and comedy. And comedy. You never toss a dwarf. Never toss a dwarf. Lord of the Rings, though. My favorite part of Lord of the Rings is Gollum. Yeah. Yep, that's that's all I care about is Gollum. Andy Serkis. I love that dude. Mm-hmm. He's what put motion capture and mocap suits on the map. Yeah. Was the work that he has done. Planet of the Apes. But then even him, you go back and watch all the movies he was in. And there's some really pretty cheesy horror movies in there, but they're good to Uh watch. What time are we at, boss? We are at, you're the boss, boss. We are at one hour, 21 minutes, and 50 seconds. All right. Not bad. And don't want to go too much longer here. So we can wrap it up. What I will say is tune in next week for more stuff. I can't even give up like a premise because we never know. No. We have. Our podcast has turned into just, you know, three really close friends having weird, nerdy, sometimes awkward, real conversations. Yeah. That's it. That's that's who we are. But we covered a lot of bases today. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have um, no idea what the title is going to be. We'll figure it out because we'll come up with it and then I always end up tweaking it a little bit. That's true. So we'll this is just gen- but this is just generally how we are. Like we we sit and we we chill out in the evenings and we just talk and we can go from one end of a scale to the complete opposite. Yep. In moments. And and yeah, like in like Lydia a just a, a click of a finger and yep. our conversations sometimes have conversations within conversations of other conversations. <laughs> That's very true. 
like it's like it'll be like an adventure. hour later and it'll be like going back to your point that you made yeah. an hour and a half ago about cheese it's like you choose your own adventure book except instead of choosing you know each page they're just randomly placed and you just read it through yeah <laughs> and you just read it through. Um, the thing is I, like i'm not clued up or versed in in any of like the pop culture stuff like oh no no one near as much as you two i say i'm just fascinated and I learned so much from you guys. It's just like, and vice versa. <laughs> it's nice. Vice versa, yeah. And I do need to watch more horror stuff. I get, I definitely do. October, October is coming, and we are. We need to start doing a movie night. Yes. And I well, we like Nazum and I, we have we have this tradition that at night we'll uh, when we're up for it, we will watch RuPaul's Drag Race. And it's really easy the way we do it, so you could absolutely do it. Um, but even with like Disney, you've got the watch together feature. Mm-hmm. So if there's something that's available on Disney, we can hit the watch together button. Yep, I I'm think not Sundays. Sure. Sundays, I yeah, we should, we should watch stuff together. I yeah, I like that idea. I like that idea a lot. Amen. And then we could shoot stuff, or we could shoot stuff and then watch something. Like we have a date night. night. Yep. <laughs> nice. I like a plan. We got a lot to plan now. We got to plan our movie Sundays and a bachelor party. And a bachelor party. Well, <laughs> to be fair, the bachelor party's pretty much planned now that we've uh, <laughs> a few little things to tweak. That's the title. A few little things to tweak? The bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We'll just call it the bachelor party. The bachelor party and finger stroking. And finger stro- stroking. <laughs> finger stroking at the bachelor party. There you go. Oh, there you go. Sorted. All right, everybody. Do we have a mini moment? Um, I don't really have a mini moment today, only because of the fact that I've spent the last two days sick as a dog. So. It's been a little bit difficult for me to come up with very much of anything. That's fair enough. Always like to check before we uh, wrap it up. Yeah, usually I do the mini moment after the outro, but I just, I got nothing. (laughs) I got nothing. On that note, we did, as Minnie said, cover a lot of different subjects, whether or not if you are a, you know, devout Catholic female are you and a feminist are you a true feminist again mm-hmm. just a question not an accusation just just throwing this out there um just side moment because yay uh did you guys know this is a mini factoid did you guys know that i'm an ordained minister no i did not know that but i do now. i have been I for not. six years now now the funny thing is would you be able to marry yourself I don't think you can marry yourself. I do that, they'll be like, you behave yourself, I'm going to marry us right now. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, we also questioned if you could marry yourself. (laughs) It's a dirty turtle if you need services beyond a bachelor party. Oh, look at that. Look at that. I can marry you guys. And I wonder if it would be legal if you could live stream 
the ordained minister, or do they have to physically be there? They have to physically be there. It has to be witnessed. Well, you can have a witness. Yeah, but things uh, the idea being that you can, like, doctor things on the internet, right? Yeah, well, not if it's live, though, you know? That's true. I don't know. That is something I'm going to have to look into. Because that would be epic. So then we would have the bachelor party stream, and then we would have the wedding stream. <laughs> and then we would there have we would have to set up have them set up little TVs at the reception. <laughs> little I'm monitors. Sure that if his wife to be is listening to this right now, she's probably like this cringing. Is, like, no, we're right. not doing that. We are not doing that. We are not doing that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and and to end it out, we can all hear old dirty turtle's wife saying, and I'm all set. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. As always, this is Pyro, Mini, and the Zoom saying thanks for listening and have a good night. Bye. Bye.